0: for us to check in and find out what's been going on in the United States this past week. And that means we're checking in with Reggie Giacchini, our Global News Washington correspondent. Hi, Reggie. Good morning. How are you? It's Friday. (laughs) I'm going to say that means good. Uh, Let's talk (laughs) about what's happening in Vegas, because that is not good. I've been following. I was just there uh, about three weeks ago, which is why I've been following this story so closely. But this is a cyber attack the size of which I don't think we've really heard about before.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a you know, a a lame phrase to use, but what happens in Vegas apparently leaves Vegas um, in a very destructive kind of way uh, because the cyber attack that struck, um, that has struck a couple of different um, casinos and hotels, Caesars was one, MGM is another. It's not just in Vegas, though. It extends outwards. The MGM here uh, in Washington also impacted by this. Um, But it's a big cyber attack. We know social security numbers were taken. We know that there was player information taken. We know that um, the cyber attack, at least at least, MGM shut down some of the playing floor. Slot machines were impacted. People couldn't access their rooms because the key system was taken offline. Uh, in the Caesars one, uh, we know that millions of dollars was paid um, as a ransom to a cyber group that, that managed to infiltrate the system. Caesar says it's not going to have any impact on their you know, $6 billion profit from last year. But at the end of the day, this is a big deal that the FBI is now investigating.
0: And, and we don't know when it's going to end. It's been going on all week long, right?
1: Yeah. And look, the, the issue is with these kinds of cyber attacks is that you can pinpoint where it may be coming from, but it's kind of like a wave where it ripples down. It can go further. It can impact other casinos. Who's to say that this is not going to target the next casino, you know, somewhere across the United States originating from somewhere else uh, in the world? You know, there's there's reports that there are. Potential U.S. Um, uh, backers behind this—that it could be towards the United Kingdom as well—but but ultimately here, this is something that the Feds are now looking into because hacks have become a real issue around the United States, and and it becomes that question of: Do you pay a ransom to protect the information, or do you not pay the ransom and hope that the information ultimately just kind of winds itself up being deleted? It, it it's it's a problem that a lot of companies have to kind of face when they're dealt with the problem.
0: Oh, of course. Okay, and so people are thinking about going to Las Vegas. They really should check make sure which hotel they're going to and whether everything is up and running. Uh, Other stories out of the United States this week. I guess we have to get an update on how that presidential campaign is going.
1: Uh, I mean, it's going. Uh, Still, uh, there are hurdles for for both of the leaders right now. Uh, On the Trump side, uh, you know, we found out that he is going to be separated from some of the group that are being uh, uh, prosecuted in Atlanta. Uh, So, you know, Donald Trump will get a bit of a delay here. Nonetheless, he still is in good polling um, situations right now. There are some polling that came out from Real Clear Politics and from CNN over the last couple of days that show Donald Trump in a, you know, in in a Match if it were to happen right now, is a couple of points ahead of Joe Biden. Joe Biden, on the other hand, uh, is facing new hurdles. Not only does he have the UAW strike in the United States, his son was indicted on gun crimes uh, yesterday. Joe Biden is facing the threat of a possible impeachment here. The government could potentially be shutting down. So the, the, the kind of hurdles are getting closer and closer together for the sitting president, for the former president. There are legal hurdles that are continuing to mount at the end of the day, though, There's still 13 months until the election.
0: Right. And anything can happen, as we know, in the United States in that 13 months. Uh, You you talked about the uh, troubles on the Biden side of things. So I keep hearing about impeachment. What is going on?
1: Well, I mean, look, Republicans are trying to and have been threatening to impeach President Biden for f- since before he was even in office here. Uh, and we heard from Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House this week, make this threat that instead of bringing an impeachment vote to the floor where it would fail because he doesn't have the support from within his own party, uh, that he would just have House committees expand their investigations into the president. They believe that there was malfeasance and wrongdoings linked to Hunter Biden's business dealings. Uh, you know, before Joe Biden was president, ultimately, this is an attempt to try and make good on threats that Republicans have been making. The issue here is, is there a there there? Can they a get their get themselves together to, you know, do this as a coordinated effort? Or B, If there's no information and they're not able to get a vote to the floor, does that look like an exoneration of President Biden? Republicans have to be careful here that they haven't overplayed their hand because that could threaten whatever they're trying to do when it comes to the election next year.
0: Yeah, do they have the votes for this?
1: Well, they don't have the votes to bring it to the floor uh, for for an actual impeachment vote. So they could carry out these investigations. But when it comes to moving articles of impeachment, uh, Republicans could fail. There are people like Matt Gates, you know, a, a very conservative Republican who has threatened to actually overthrow Kevin McCarthy's speakership if they bring impeachment articles to the floor because they feel that things are not just being done properly here or that things are being done out of order. So I mean, they don't have the votes to to carry out an impeachment, and this could have an impact not only on Kevin McCarthy's political future, but the political futures of dozens of people from within the Republican Party in the House.
0: Okay, and just staying away from politics here for the next story, this was the other one that seemed to capture people's imagination this past week. That, That was quite the manhunt that was going on in Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, and I mean, look, the video of the escape uh, was wild, watching him scale with his hands and feet, you know, uh, 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 horizontal, uh, vertically up a wall from a jail. Uh, And this lasted nearly two weeks, and and we actually heard from the suspect say that he would bury himself under leaves and under twigs in the forest, and there would be police officers almost stepping on him as they were carrying out their active search. Look, at the end of the day, uh, during the search, no one was hurt. It was remarkable that no shots were fired as the suspect was Ultimately captured here, uh, and it shows that you know a coordinated effort amongst police forces uh, can carry out the good. The question that we're actually hearing here in Washington is why aren't other police forces doing this? There's actually somebody on the run in D.C. who escaped from a facility uh, more than a week ago that hasn't been caught yet, and it's not getting the same media attention. So you know why does one get attention when the other one doesn't? Those are the kind of breakdowns now that are being looked at after this remarkable um apprehension
0: do you think it was the video but do you think that's what it was that when people saw him the way he kind of spider climbed up that just somehow just captured the public's imagination
1: It it did, and I mean, look. At the end of the day, this is this is probably a terrible thing to say, but sometimes in the summertime on a slower news day, things can capture the attention and start to roll, roll, uh, you know, kind of roll onto the networks and become a big story. But ultimately, too, this was a big deal. This was somebody who was in jail on murder charges, um, and they wanted to ensure that there was going to be no public safety threat here, Uh, and and you know, essentially, police did what they had to do. Now, look, there is some controversy over a selfie that was taken with the uh, with the uh, law enforcement officers with the suspect that they had cuffed. That's kind of creating a bit of a buzz. But but at the end of the day, I mean, look, they we were able to apprehend this suspect without resorting to any kind of lethal force here. Um, you know, and this could be something that other police forces look at to
0: how they carry out their own manhunts and apprehensions. Oh, was well, fascinating, Reggie. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. That's Reggie Chikini, our Washington correspondent for Global News.